my name is Tony Litt. I'm the MD of Sunrise Radio, and it's my immense pleasure to bring you the official Sunrise Radio podcast. We are the number one commercial agent station in the United Kingdom, with many firsts to our name, and we continue to be the voice of British Asians who have given us their love and loyalty over 30 years. It's a legacy we cherish and a responsibility that we don't take lightly. Our aim has always been to entertain the listeners with the best of Bollywood and Bangra while also addressing their concerns. A real voice for the community, a vibrant community and a great nation. We are proud to be British and Asian. This podcast is a compilation of some of the things we do on the station with a stellar lineup of presenters who each have their own personality and style. It's entertaining, informative, engaging, and we hope you will enjoy it here as a podcast if you are unable to tune in to the radio. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your family and friends about this podcast. And do leave us a comment on what you think. We'd love to hear from you. All the best always. Team Sunrise. The Bhangra Showdown with Amit Channa. It gives me great pleasure and a real honour to introduce to you the original Bhangra Muffin. Mr Apache Indian joins me on the line. How are you, sir? Hey, hey, Am. It's great to be with you. Very well, thank you. Great, great. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Last time you were on the show, you came down, you spent a good solid hour with me, which was really nice to have done that. I've bumped into you sporadically since then, but what a couple of years, of course, for the whole industry. Well, for the f- whole world, of course, could a pandemic, etc. But it feels like now, artists, I don't know if you um, uh, saw my post earlier this week, I put out six new tracks of six UK artists. Finally, we've got, of course, yourself. We've got Rishi, who I'm speaking to later on, has got a brand new single out. We've got Jesse Sidhu, who's got a series of singles coming out. PBN is at it. GV is at it. The list is going on. Is it coming back, Apache, the UK sound? <laughs> big, big respect to everyone. I mean, there's been a lot of criticism. A lot of people say the UK has been down. You know what? Music goes round and round. It's a UK time. Big respect to all those artists, Rishi and everyone that's releasing stuff. Let's do it. Let's get all the DJs back on the case. Let's let's get this new music out to show off what we have. I am telling you, I have been doing this show for nearly six years and I haven't been this excited for a very, very long time. And I'm kicking it off with you, bruv. Legend in the game. It's always a pleasure to, to have you uh, on the show or even on the line or meet you in person. But tell me about this brand new track, Get Dissy, because it's someone called DJ, is it Apps or APS? Tell us about him. Yeah, D- DJ APS is actually a DJ remixer from from Canada. I've been working with him for a little while now. He's not actually a producer, so he's now kind of turned into a producer. Nice. Um, great, great guy. Loves his music. Has you know been a big DJ in his own time. But now he's filling with the production. I mean, his sound is great. He's fresh. He's got hip hop. He's got bhangra. He's got the dancehall flavor. I mean, this track has been taken by storm by you know from the reggae boys right across the world. Just came out last week. Called get this. All the flavors that we grew up with, the dance, all the bhangra, proper good fusion, hard lyrics. So you know we're, we're kind of coming, we're attacking, we're attacking with this song. And you're celebrating a massive anniversary this year, right? That's right. It's been 30 years in the music business. Wow. So I've been on a world tour. So fantastic. I mean, just about celebrating with the fans that have supported me over the years. So yeah, we just did a great tour across India, Dubai. We just come back from Holland. So look out for a show in Camden on the 22nd of this month. Nice. next Saturday. We're in Birmingham on the 29th celebrating the Commonwealth Games legacy. It goes on. Check me out, Apache Indian HQ. All the dates are there. We're on the Leicester on, on the 12th. 
So, um, phenomenal. But just between me and you, exclusive news, because yeah. I know that you're the professional. Yeah. This year, just signed a deal to uh, make a movie. Oh, what? So finally, it has to happen, the Apache Indian movie. And wow. So, I'm going to need your help. You're the professional actor. Dude, <laughs> so I'm gonna need your help. you know me, man. I'm always on hand for you. I'm always on hand for you. We'll talk about that in just a second, uh, Apache. Give me, let's just rewind, because you're celebrating 30 years, and you set up this amazing uh, music um, kind of uh, academy as well in Birmingham. Obviously, COVID got in the way of a lot of all that stuff. Now, working with people like DJ APS, is that part of the 30-year thing of like giving a uh, platform to the younger generation as well? I mean, I mean I've been working with the APS for a while. Yep. Um, but, but the academy is very, very important. I mean, it's part of my life about giving back to Birmingham, giving back to the youth, the community matters. So that's probably the best thing I ever did in my career. So it's not just about the fame. What do you do with your name? How do you give back? The Apache Indian Music Academy, running at Southern City College for the last 10 years, helped hundreds and hundreds of kids, not just music and what songwriting, it's about mental health, just wow. about getting off the streets, helping people. Let's get back in that community again. Music brings us together as well. So just trying to connect all those dots um, and give back and move forward as well. Now, talking about moving forward, we'll come to the film in just a second. Also, something I've been niggling you about, when is the Yo-Yo Honey Sing collaboration happening, man? This guy goes around with a diamond chain with your name on it, and yet there's no Apache Yo-Yo Honey Sing track. First of all, big respect to him, because artists don't do that. The Asian artists, they don't big up other artists. Absolutely, man. They they don't do that. So big respect to him uh, saying that, you know, Apache inspired me. It's the first kind of rap that I heard back in India when I was a kid. Mm. Um, I've done a phenomenal song with him. He's been sitting on it for a couple of years. I'm going to call him after this. I'm going to say, listen, (laughs) Amit wants to know when he can have that song. I'll tell you what, (laughs) you call him, I'll message him. Hopefully that might help him push it forward, man, because that is going to be an interesting... Obviously, you're saying the track is made, right? The track is ready. The track's been made, but you know what they're like in India. They take their time. Yeah. He's got lots of other releases, but he's ready for it this year. He wants me to come over and do the video. So Amazing. it's not just a case of releasing it. They do it big time. And I'm going to make sure that you get that track first. You have my word. Oh, my God. I'd be so excited by that. Like, Let's now talk about the future, bro, because you just talked about doing a film. Is it a film that you're in or is it a film that you're? it's about you? It's a film about me. I'm not. I'm not. The, I'm not the greatest actor. I, I might make a little cameo, but I'm going to need you. I mean, you know, you're the professional. Well, but I mean, yeah. I if mean, someone like asked me to play Apache Indian in a film, I would literally roll over and do that. Like no doubt whatsoever. You, you might have to do it. We're looking from someone from the UK, someone who can do it, someone who can pull off the patwa and the bhangra and all that. That's you. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going right to. I'm going to remind you. The first time I properly met you was at Waterman's Art Centre. You came to a press night opening of a national theatre show that I did called Wicked Yard back in 1993. Pandit Dinesh and Stephen Luscombe did the music for that, who I know you used to work with very closely. And That's for that right, show, yeah. I had my hair done the way that you used to do with all the hieroglyphics and all that in my hair. And I had to get that done every week for the show. And I toured the country for four months. And I went to random places in the middle of Middle England who didn't know what in God's name I was asking them to do. Wow, I do remember that actually. <laughs> so you're the man. You're the man for the job. I'm going to come to you. Just in the final thing to the script, I mean, literally, I signed a deal with Universal earlier this year. Nice. So I haven't told anyone that before. So this is the first time I'm telling you. Look out for that. Absolute um, exclusive. Been... And speaking of which, the, uh, Apache, I always, I always go to call you Stephen, and I just have to remember I've called you <laughs> Apache professionally. Uh, before we go, I want you to introduce this track for me, bruv. I'm playing it for the first time on my show. I know it came out sort of the tail end of last week. I tried to get it on last week, but it didn't happen. But here we are now. First time on Sunrise. Give it a little intro for me, bro. Yeah, big respect. This is a 
live and exclusive. This is called Get Betty, produced by DJ APS from Canada. This is world exclusive on Asian radio. I'm each other with Lobby Jasala. Everyone, get Betty, me Apache Indian. Yes, live. brother. Always a pleasure, man. He's broken many things in this world. Glass ceilings, probably world records, but I think he will now hold the world record for the most delayed album in history ever. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Rishi Rich to the show. How are you, mate? <laughs> that was a brilliant introduction. Thank you. <laughs> You're right. What's going on? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just, um, you know, having a normal sun Saturday, just chilling. Good. That makes uh, a change for you. I know, I know. Life is normal on the weekend, um, but it's all good. It's all good. Listen, last time we spoke, you were in lockdown in Bombay. Of course, many things have changed there. Luckily, the world has gone back to some kind of normality. But also, you are back in the UK now. You are now a Londoner once again. I am back home now. Yeah, I came back. It's weird. I was away, you know, like three years in Atlanta. Then I went to Mumbai, as you know, for five years. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like I've been away for eight years, but I've been working on stuff, you know, in India, obviously the film stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, still working on my album in every country <laughs> I live in. Um, and still working on it here when I got back. So I got back last year and I felt like I was, it was a new country. Like, you know, it's, it's nice to come back to West London, you know? Well, it's a new world, mate, after uh, COVID and everything like it that. Is. Things are so different, even though we've gone back to supposed normality. It's never going to quite be the same. Now, let's talk about those three different continents that you just mentioned, Rishi. Uh, Atlanta, then India, and now back in London. The album Music, which is close to being released by Movie Box now, finally. When did you yeah. first start working on that? Cards on the table, honestly. Oh, wow. Um, I think I started to work on that... Um after the project album mm-hmm. um, I started to work on that so I think when I left 2.9 then I joined Movie Box mm-hmm. so that was around 2008 wow 2009. yeah I mean you obviously you've been part of that like, no, you know then I started doing the whole a lot of stuff for Movie Box you know the Mitsuja stuff and everything yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I started to work on my album yeah I started to work on it at the Heights in Perryville yeah um, and then obviously Worked on it with uh, in Atlanta. I got even Teddy Riley to do some Vakoda stuff on it. Amazing. And then I worked on it in Mumbai. So yeah, it's been a long time, and I don't know why it's taken so long. I really don't because I, you know, I like to come out music quite quick. Um, yeah. But it's weird because this still has that nostalgic to 2009 sound, but obviously there's 17 songs on it now, and wow. you know you can hear. You can hear the years, if you understand. You know, you can hear like, okay, this sounds like it was done in, in Atlanta. This sounds like Mumbai. This sounds like London. You know, the, the front cover is, is, is actually just a map of Atlanta, Mumbai, and UK. That's oh, nice. It, you know? so, yeah. so it's something that you've embraced. Each one of those countries and each one of those time periods has influenced the content on this album, then, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, I think I've always wanted to... I've always said, and I, I don't know if I've ever said it to you, but I've always said that... I've always wanted to do a triangle, which is London, America, India. Hmm. You know, I've always wanted to live and work in those countries. And I kind of did that in in America, obviously, with Teddy. Then I went to Mumbai and I did that and I came back to London. So it's kind of full circle and it's, um, you know, I've embraced artists from wherever I was. You know, I worked with artists in Atlanta, um, worked with artists in India and put them on my album, you know. Um, I mean, that sounds like the Holy Trinity as such, right? And those are the three biggest audiences that your music has, basically. I mean, excluding Dubai, of course, because there's a lot of expats there. But your biggest audiences are UK, India and America, I'm guessing, right? 
Correct. Yeah, that's the thing. India, UK, and obviously America and Canada. But and it's it's just been great, you know. And um, yeah, it's definitely coming out. Like I'm already thinking about the next album. Mm-hmm. So oh, I'm, well. I'm not gonna take I'm not gonna take that long um, on that. Um, but I just hope people love it. You know, I think I have done it to you, but I, I don't think you've opened the WeTrans so far yet. Oh, really? I oh, didn't even know. I, oh, that's my bad. I should have, man. I'm almost as delayed as you then in that case. Um, <laughs> so let me talk about this because who is on this 17 track album then? Because you mentioned a few artists from different continents. Can we expect yeah. to hear well known names as well as new artists? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where um, I've got obviously some odd. That's on Zorland there. Yeah. And then, um, you know, some of the movie box um, artists like Miss Puja, mm-hmm. you know, I recorded a song with her back in the, there's a video actually on YouTube mm-hmm. um, of me recording with her. And I then remember, yeah. Part, I've got people like Isha's that I recorded with long time ago, Veronica, Juggy, obviously, Kieran, Kiraney, um, some old school artists like Suji Khan, having oh, wow. Master Celine, Solomon, Jagdar, you know, H. Dummy, uh, Rush Tour, you know, Don's on it, Jay's on it. Wow. It's going to be, um, yeah, it's, that, it's just that flavor. And there's a few other little bits, but the album is submitted, so I can't right. put any, any more. I was going to do like a double album, yeah. like a, I was going to split it in half. Everyone was like, why are you putting 17 songs on? Just chop it in half and make <laughs> yeah, two albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, no, I just want to just put 17 songs but on. But also, are you not feeling a little bit kind of weary about in a non-album world of releasing a 17-track album now? Do you think there's still people who are keen on buying a whole thing or getting hold of a whole thing? Well, I think now, like with especially with the you know the streaming services, you can stream whatever song you want. Mm. Um, if you want to buy anything, you can buy one song from an album. I mean, in the West, you know, uh, a rapper would release an album, but you might not want to listen to the whole album. Yeah. But you still, you still, you still got it as a as a liked album, you know. And I think streaming has, has changed the format of. You know, like I, I, I'm, I'm obviously going to put out another couple of singles before the album drops. Mm. You know, like next month, um, and anticipating to have at least, you know. It's not videos for half the songs on it, you know? Great. That sounds wicked. That's a great idea to go out there and go, look, here's my heart. Pick which bits of it that you like or take it all, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. All right, let's talk about the single then. First and foremost, who is Samad Khadir? Tell us a little bit about this artist. What a phenomenal voice he has. Yeah, so I don't... I mean, he was very new to me, to be honest. You know, um, this song was actually... And I'm actually about to put some BTS footage on my Instagram of mm-hmm. how I made the song. So me and Kirani, we were working on this song for another artist in India and we sent it to her and uh, she loved it, but she never got around to um, recording it because she was going through some personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, she had a baby, so right. you can kind of guess who it was. But um, <laughs> So then I said to Kirani, I was like, you know what, I know this is like, for her, it's been one of, she composed it, she wrote the hook, she actually wrote the whole song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I would love to put this on my album. Um, and I sent it to uh, Cameron at Movie Box. I was like, what do you think of this? Because I love this. Yeah. And you know, like, it's weird because the last track, the last track I've always done on, on projects becomes the single. It's yeah. really, it's always worked out like that. And I guess because it's current and it's the flavor of what I'm feeling. So he was like, I was like, do, do, can you recommend anyone who, who could sing it? And mm. he was like, I've got this artist in Pakistan. Um, he's great. And he made me this, you know, sent me some links. I, I fell in love with his voice. Yeah. But it's quite, Sufi Kuali but still West nice, it's got the r kind of vibe to it and he loved it and literally I sent it to him he we worked through a few of the 
uh, lyrics and changed a little bit of the composition. And then he sent his vocals back and I was like, wow. And then I put it together and I was like, this is my single. Amazing. It sounds like, you know, and it's, the thing is, you know, once you listen to my album, there's a lot of intricate production on my album, but yeah. this is a very, it's a very simple, like it's, the music doesn't really do much. It's just, yeah. but it's a beautiful song. I think the, as a whole, it's just a great, song with a great melody it's really you know I feel like it's really catchy I'm glad that you touched on that because I was going to say to you fans and haters equally will make a comparison with this song and the production on Horvista. Uh, was that intentional or was that kind of just accidentally in the beat programming of it all yeah I mean I, I think I that is like a very my beat you know like mm. I remember when Kiernie was going nin, 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 and and I was like boom 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 I was like I've got to do that man. Yeah, 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 yeah. like I think everyone pays homage to that and I, I the comments that I've you know received people like you know you took us back nostalgically but it's still very new in terms of melody and song wise because I feel now like I wanted to put out a, a good song mm. you know like a really good song with a good with an amazing vocalist lyrics are really deep um, and then I can show off on the production on, on the rest of the album there's some really wacky stuff <laughs> that will come you know as you know you know um, like the project album people didn't get it when it came out yeah. and I think a couple of years later people like that is a phenomenal and even I listened to it going what the hell did I make how did I produce that <laughs> It's you know true. I mean? When it comes up in my playlists and my uh, my uh, kind of streaming, kind of when I put shuffle on in the car, when you hear it, you just sound like it was something that came out yesterday. Do you know what I mean? Not all yeah. those years. What was it? 2002 it came out, the project? Yeah, 2003. Yeah, it was bonkers. It's wow. crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. listen, I am so excited about a fully fledged album finally making its way uh, either streaming wise. Is there going to be a physical release as well? Can people buy the I want CD? To, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do vinyl. Okay. I thought you might say that. Yeah. I yeah. thought you might say that, which is great for me because, as you know, I'm a vinyl diehard fan. Jamie yeah. and Harrow says she cannot wait for the album to come out. So many old school artists collaborating with Rishi Rich once again will be phenomenal. Uh, Rishi, just finally, before I let you go, um, uh, what last words have you got before you leave today? Like, what makes people still want to buy and pay for music? Um, I think an album is a body of work, and I think people will always. You know, if they if they are fans of of someone's music or someone's voice, you know, um, I know for me, one for sure, like I will go out and support and buy, you know, um, I, you know, music, and I I love the fact that people really still appreciate, you know, an album or a good body of work, and I'm excited, and I hope people just go out and you know um, feel nostalgic, but also get you know new listeners listening to my music and um yeah i'm really excited so thank you so much for supporting thank you sunrise you know like i've always said sunrise was the first station to play my um you know my one of my tracks when i was in too cool so you know always wicked it's an absolute pleasure talking to you rish i'm sure i'll bump into you and spend some time with you finally now that you are in the uk even though you've been here over a year i think i've seen you three times before i let you go please introduce the first single of the album music for me Okay, so this is Roland there featuring Samad Gadid. I, I always get his name kind of mi- mixed up. But Samad, amazing vocalist, written, composed by Kirini and Samad, and it's taken from my album called Music, which will be out um, end of uh, August. Wicked, bro. Always a pleasure speaking to you. Join Amit Chana every Saturday from 4pm for the Bangla Showdown, playing you the finest in Punjabi and Bangla music from the past, present and future.
it is time to get my special guest on the air, and we are going to be doing flirty at eight thirty or nine sixteen. Calling all singles! Are you ready to get flirty at eight thirty? Message the studio now and let the love doctor of Sunrise help you find love. Let's do it right. We've got the lovely Ankita. Are you there, Ankita? Yes, I am. How do you prefer to say it? Ankita, Ankita? What do you prefer? <laughs> you can pronounce it anyhow. Anika, Ankara. I get all sorts. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, welcome to Flirty Eight Thirty. Ever so slightly late today, but it's a pleasure to have you on, and thank you for taking part. Now,、um, obviously, this is the first time you're doing it. It's very simple and very, very painless.、Um, we're just going to put you out there because you are currently single and you're looking for your beautiful soulmate. And so you never know; they could be listening right now. And in order to find them or sort of like you know, kind of filter them out a little bit, we're going to just ask you some simple questions. And you never know; they could be listening and they might message me and say, "Oh, she sounds nice," and then I can try and set you up. And we see what happens, right? Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But let's、yeah. give it a go. So first off. Obviously, your name is Ankita from Surrey, and if you don't mind me asking, how young are you? Um, well, I am thirty-one. Okay, yeah, I was going to say you could tell me the approximate age is absolutely fine, but thirty-one, beautiful young age to be at. I love it. I love it. Absolutely brilliant. Okay,、uh, so question: I'm going to ask you five simple questions about you. Just answer them as honestly as we possibly can, and let's see what happens. So, first、okay. question is very simple: How would your best friends describe you? My best friend would describe me as somebody who's quintessential, charming, exotic, and very、mm, humorous. <laughs> I, wait, hang on a minute. Go back to that first one. Quintessential. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Wait, can we go through that list again? Quintessential.、Uh, what did you say? Exotic. Yes. Uh, charming uh, and humorous. Okay, cool. Charming and humorous and exotic as well. Wow, I love、yes. it. I think that's probably the be- best description anyone has provided so far. I absolutely think it's <laughs> fantastic. All right. So, tell me, what is one of the main qualities that you look for a partner? And it can't be the usual boring stuff like good sense of humor and all that. I want to know something very specific. What's one thing that you hope for in a partner? Ah,、uh, he needs to be well spoken, like Ooh, super well、one. spoken. Yeah, I love that one. That's right. Well, I can tell. I can tell that from the fact that you use the word quintessential, which is, I mean, <laughs> that's probably the largest word that has anyone has ever used on the Love Lounge <laughs> in the history of the show. And I love it. I think it's brilliant. I love big, posh, fancy words. All right. So the gentleman <laughs> must be well spoken. Brilliant. Great answer. Question number three:、uh, What makes you different from all the other single girls out there? Well,、um, well, I can do tightrope walking. I can dance.、Um, I can sing. I can cook, bake.、Uh, well, I guess I can't keep bragging on about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love But, it.、Yeah. This, I'm having trouble keeping up with this list. Tightrope walking, dance, sing, cook. I mean, come on! Like <laughs> this is like ultra uber talented. This is incredible. I love it.、Um, tightrope walking. How did that come about? Well, I learned aerial arts when I was in New Zealand because I'm a New Zealander.、So. Nice.、Uh, oh, so、yeah. that explains the accent. I was going to ask actually about that.、Um, <laughs> so there's a little bit of a mix in there though as well, isn't there? 
I love it. Brilliant. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Uh, right, cool. Question number four. Uh, well, you know, um, you, you said you happen to like singing, actually, which is great and lines up the next question perfectly. So, if you met a guy and you really wanted, like, he was someone you thought, wow, he's nice, and you really wanted to impress him with, with your singing skills, what song would you sing to him? Um, and it could be anything, by the way. Sing. Hollywood, Bollywood, English, you know, American, whatever. Rap, you know, hip hop, you know, country, doesn't matter. Whatever it is. I would probably sing the Shania Twain's In in Your Arms. There's one song, I think, by her. Oh, my God. Sing. You really are yeah. a, a unique one, aren't you? Definitely. I love that. That's a great choice. <laughs> very, very nice choice. I love that. Okay. So, last but not least, now, what is one thing a man would need to do to for himself to stand out for you? So, what's one thing, apart from the well-spoken thing, what's one thing that could really impress you? Perhaps it would be his culinary skills, or perhaps it would be something else. Is there anything in particular that would fit the bill? I think it would come down to respect. Somebody who respects me. Respect? From the okay. get-go. Yeah. yeah. What's that? What's the name of that? So R E S P E C T. D D D D. I love it. I love it. Okay, cool. I tell you, what, I'm gonna I'm gonna push you just for one more thing. Yeah. So what's one more thing that he would have to do okay. to impress you? Because you've got you've got quite good talents. So I'm wondering if there's a specific talent that maybe he, this imaginary guy for now, might have that could impress you. Well, I would say sense of humor, but he told me not to use that. So yeah. I'm going to say, um, well, it's a really neat question. Um, I think he would need to dress smartly. Dread. Good sense of dress. I yeah, love it. and okay. have good sense of dress and a good, nice perfume. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one as well. Smell good. Let's put that. Yes. <laughs> I think that's a really good one. All right, cool. So let's just do a quick recap. Uh, Ankita from Surrey, you are 31. And, oh, yeah. So last important question as well in terms of just like specifics. What kind of age range are you looking for in a guy? I am, well, essentially looking for anything between... Um, well, 30 to 37. All right, cool. 30 to 37. So, Ankita is 31, looking for a guy approximately 30 to 37. Um, your best friends would describe you as quintessential, exotic, charming, humorous, and probably quite a lot more too, which is great. I love it. I love how confidently you've spoken about yourself, and that doesn't happen often, and that's actually a really good thing. Uh, next, <laughs> next question was, what's one main thing you would hope for in a partner? Someone who is very well-spoken, articulate. I love that. That's a really good one. Question number mm -hmm. three, what makes you different from other girls? Uh, you like you do tightrope walking, dancing, singing, cooking, and you've got a whole host of talents there, which definitely <laughs> makes you stand out. Uh, question number four, um, you said you sing a little bit, so I said, what would you serenade your partner with? You said Shania Twain in your arms. Forever I mean, and for always. Yeah. Oh, my goodness me. I mean, what good choices there. I love it. I love it. it just, and I was just curious, by the way, was there anything Bollywood that you would have put in there as well? Or just would you stick to Shania Twain? Maybe like uh, that uh, Ashiki song. Uh, the 
the, the latter movie, you know, the Ashiki. Okay, cool. I like that. Ashiki song. Um, so yeah. something. <laughs> I know which one you mean. Yeah, love it. Okay. And last but not least, uh, what would the, the guy need to do to win your heart? And two very simple, three, two or three very simple things. Mostly respect you, but of course, have res- or be respectful and dress smartly and smell good. Love it.、Mm-hmm. I think that sums it、yep. up pretty well, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty much. That is, I have to say, that is definitely one of the best flirty A30s we've ever had. And I will say to all the guys out there, you're going to have to be something a little bit special for our, our Ankita. I feel like s t i l l a black right now. <laughs> you're going to have to be something very special, all right? So, for any of the guys out there who are listening right now, or even if it's not you, perhaps you know someone who is at that age range, and potentially you might think, oh, that sounds like a good match for my so and so, then get in touch, drop me a WhatsApp. Maybe I can put you both in touch. And we'll let nature take its course. Does that sound good, Ankita? Yep. Thank you so much. No, th- thank you. Thank you for coming on. And what I'm going to do is add this to the podcast as well. So if anyone listens to it in the future, they can still get in touch with me. But I just wanted to say thank you for being such an awesome, well spoken, articulate guest and really just kind of <laughs> shining through there as well. It's lovely to see that. So,、uh, honestly, a pleasure. So thank you so, so much for that. And、thank、I'm going to、so、keep,、much. keep an eye out, especially for you now as well, just because you're、okay. so talented and got, you speak so well and come across so well. Thank you so much, Amit. You're welcome. Catch our love guru, Amit Soda, between 7 pm and 10 pm every Sunday for that chill out zone.